And welcome to the Lords of Loud podcast. We're just four guys who enjoy a good debate about music. We thought we'd move our rants and discussions into the podcast era. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords. I'm the Walrus. As always with me, I have Lord Brett. He is the Eggman. Lord Kev, he is the Scotch Eggman. And Lord Al, he's the Eggplant. back to the Lords of Loud and I hope you haven't been too lonesome while we've been off on a, on a short break. I uh, hope you're ready to hear some more fascinating conversation about, about music. What I, what I love is during, during our time off, Alan's got a tan. Wow. Yeah. Looks very tanned. Yeah. Uh, Kev's got a facial tattoo. <laughs> uh, ben now has a full beard. And he's also uh, repainted the studio, so it's lovely time off. Being yeah. So hopefully people have done as constructive things. As a working time. holiday. Yeah, but Brad, I mean, the biggest change is with yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Tell us>. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Now's not the right time. Now I'm still happy yes. as, uh, with who I am, thanks, yeah. Al. <laughs> it's Brett, but it's got an E at the end. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Very good. All right. Are we all I'll back to business. Just, just We're all all Alan's time is an interesting thing as well because usually yeah, never you have left a time the, never left the building. And it's, you know, dark where your underwear is. It's like, <laughs> his is the other way around. That's right. So it's basically like his time starts, uh, his groin, and stops at his belly. That's right. It's an inverse tan. <laughs> I don't know what he's been covering his legs up with a towel yeah. and just lying around the pool. Mate, it's just the stockings <laughs> and a t shirt. You know? <laughs> the standard beachwear. I, I didn't notice a check chalk part in there. Brilliant. All right. Well, anyway, back to business. On tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about our first concert that we went to. Uh, not as a group. <laughs> not, not as a I group. don't think we've ever been to no, a, not all together, as a group. No. I think the three of you might have been somewhere. No. You have, well, you've we been to some Floyd. We went, yes. We anyway, that's a different topic. I need to ask <laughs> that's me. a different topic. Didn't ask me for some reason. All right. Who wants to kick us off? Kev? Uh, what was your first concert, Kev? And how old were you? And where was it? All right, so I'm quite proud of this one. It's Elvis Costello. Oh. It was in Edinburgh, and um, I think maybe 15 or something. And we'd, we'd, we'd just a friend of mine who, who, who was a bit cooler and smarter, and I had a big brother and had got some tickets, said, who wants to come? So we went across. It was a Spike album. Yeah. Yeah, and um, very excited because everyone, you know, loves Elvis Costello attractions. And we get to the Playhouse and it's sitting down and we're like, oh, okay, sit down. And on comes um, Nick Lowe, I think it was. Is it ah, yeah. Just plays a solo show, just himself yeah. with the guitar. I think, well, fair enough. And then the cutting pulls back and there's a stool. <laughs> and uh, our first concert was Elvis Soul. You mean something similar? It was, yeah. It was about Elvis. It's <laughs> just it was... a stool. It just, it just, yeah. It, 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 was his, it was his greatest hit. <laughs> he played his whole thing, just himself. It was a, Really? It was a f- f- phenomenal way to hear that album. It really was. God's comic. I remember being particularly brilliant. Um, but I was gutted. I was a bit gutted. It was so just band. an acoustic? Well, yeah, or, no, I had an electric guitar at yeah. some parts, but um, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's the only time I've seen them. Now I'm dead, now I'm dead, now I'm dead, and I'm going on to meet my reward. I was scared, I was scared, I was scared, I was scared. He might have heard God's coming. So there he was on a waterbed. Great album, and he had such a back catalogue to just like 
pick from as well. So yeah, very very impressed with that one. So that's why I wanted to do this. So there's no family concert, you know, and getting dragged along to see anything before that. Or no, was that your... no, okay. no. Was that more of your experience? You get... Yeah, yeah. Well, I think my first ever concert. I think his dad. Your, your, your dad took the whole family to see Slayer or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Um, no, I think it was a Croatian band playing Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Come on, don't, don't spoil it. <laughs> um, no, I think it was probably Billy Joel right. uh, okay. on the Running on Ice tour, and that would have been with Running on Ice. Yeah, well, that was uh, one of the singles off during no, Stormfront. Yeah, Storm would have been a Stormfront tour, probably. Ooh, I think so. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, to, lots to of bit. people. Lots of people putting their hand up. Mm. Um, and this was before Ice was the known name for a drug as well. Yes. <laughs> Because <laughs> he, he was really running on it. <laughs> was running on it all the time. Um, is that, and that was with my mum. With your mum, isn't that lovely? Who was, ironically, running on it. She's a single mum, something had to So, so um, uh, is that before River of Dreams? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. it sounds like it would have been off Stormfront, but uh, what, what, that, what, what time that, are you talking about? Isn't that uh, We Didn't Start the Fire? Isn't that the other? No, Stormfront, no, that's yeah. the, no, so this was the yeah, Oh, that's River of Dreams. Yeah, oh, sorry, before it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, what, what, tell me the no, time. No, so it would have been uh, maybe 88? I think I know that song because he released... Oh, 87 um, is Stormfront. He released River of Dreams and then he, he had the We've Lost It tour just after that. Yeah. <laughs> it's all gone. Um, I just can't remember now. That's, um, that's the Stormfront era. The, t- uh, the tour might have been called something different or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but it was... River of Dreams was early 90s. Were you in a Scott or Long Trousers at that point? remember <laughs> 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 it. No, I would have been in jeans. Oh, um, just the underwear underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah the underwear. Nothing on top. No. Um, so that was my first one with uh, like official concert. It was either that or going with my mum and my grandma and grandpa to see Pirates of Penzance <laughs> at, at QPAC. Yeah, uh-huh. we can't, I think we can call that a show. No, oh, sorry, we can't okay. call that a performance. No, 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 we can't call that a concert. It needs to be no, popular music. So, but but my, my first one with my friends was Motley Crue. Oh, on, the, on the Dr. Yeah. Feelgood tour. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Mm. Cool. Yeah, fantastic. And what? And what did you wear that? Can you remember? Because no. well, that's surely the thing. That was to... that was before I had really got into metal, so I don't think I really had right. much of anything apart from. You know, so people were looking at you. What is this loser? Billabong shirt. Or Who invited this loser? <laughs> yeah, I, I would have had black black jeans. I don't know what else. Oh, okay, all right. So Billy Joel, uh, just to update, uh, Running on Ice is off the bridge. So if the, yes, if the concert was tour was called yeah. Running on Ice, obviously yeah. it was yeah, supporting that album. Yeah. Yeah, okay. After that, nah, it's not good. Yeah, um, yeah so that was first one. But Motley Crue, I went and I only knew a couple of songs the rest of the time. I was just nodding along with the beat and watching... Whatever it was, Nicky mm-hmm. sticks in his upside down drum kit. No, that's uh, uh, Tommy. Tommy. Oh, Tommy. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Yeah, yes, that's it. He didn't. He didn't. Because didn't he famously fall out of that at some point? Anyway. I was hoping. You're happy with that. It didn't happen. <laughs> they were. They, they definitely weren't my favourite band, and never had been. But it was just like my friends were like, "Oh, it's a concert," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm wild and rebellious." Would have been a fun show. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been a show. That's right. It would have been yeah. like a wow. Yeah. Yeah. See. Um, uh, I worked for CBS Records in the early 90s when River of Dreams came out. Yeah. And 
you get to hear all, you get to hear all the backstories, which was at that point he was um, breaking up with Christy Brinkley. Yes, so he was devastated. Mm. So, so even though um, you know the album wasn't his best received, apparently he just said to the tour organisers, "Just keep me on the road." Right. I don't care, just keep me on the road because I don't want to sit around home thinking about my life. Uh-huh. So there you go. Yeah, fair enough. There it is. What was yours, Brett? Um, Lang Park. That's not a band, man. I think it's about <laughs> 980 or 81. Simon and Garfunkel reunion. Oh, wow. hey? impressive for your first one. That's my first one. So I, I, I don't know. I, my, my aunt... Honey Phil uh, took my older sister and I. <laughs> but Honey Phil. Honey Phil. Honey Phil was. What's her full name? Phyllis. Right, okay. <laughs> Runs in the family. Okay. I apologise. I apologise, Honey Phil, for the turd that's, that is Lord Al. Just remember the more you're saying, mate. <laughs> well, I. I <laughs> Wasn't Honey Philip, you idiot? Um, so anyway, I'm my, could, judging, make it, my lovely Aunty Phyllis, uh, who was who was uh, an aunt who was closer in age than most aunts, uh, you know. So we thought she was pretty groovy. She got some tickets and took my old sister and I. We thought it was great. Fuck you. Do you need to go to the other room? And change your pants. Did you bring Steve along as well? <laughs> How dare you just smirch my family, Al? Auntie Davo. Uncle Mary. Auntie Jin. Do we do we need to pause now? While Al gets his shit together. Uh, so yeah, it was a great concert. Wow, yeah, great. that's a cracker. To, to I think I think though they were they were saying the feud. They always seen the feud after they got back together again. Yeah, um, oh, of course. Yeah. It was hard to hard to tell from where, where I sat in the nosebleed section mm, in, right. in Lang Park. Did it fill Lang Park? Yeah, well, okay, it was pain. Mm. Oh, that was eighty one. Mm. So how long have they been broken up again? Um, quite a while, on and off. Because wasn't yeah. that that was a result of the the. Um, uh, so that's the, the New York concert, right? Uh, the concert in Central Park, yeah, yeah, that was their reunion concert in. And then I think 80, they took it on. And they took yeah, it on, took tour. on tour. So Ben, were you in Queensland at this point? No. And let me ask you a question because I know little Bob tells me you're not a huge fan of live music, but you are a huge Simon Garfunkel. Yes, I am, and I've seen, I've managed to see. See, I was only five then, so. <laughs> Jesus. I wouldn't have been able to so <laughs> go to the concert. Just say, fuck you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's... I, I was 12. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, oh, was Phil? <laughs> so, yes, I would have loved to have seen them both uh, together. I've seen Art Garfunkel in concert, and yeah. that, that was actually an incredible, surprisingly incredible concert, yeah. just because he's a, yeah, what an incredible voice. And he, and he sang all the... All the yeah. Paul Simon songs, and he actually did lots of tributing of you know of, of his love of Paul Simon's music mm, and mm, stuff. Mm. what a great songwriter he is and all this sort of stuff. So it was, yeah, it was really good. You can have half to do that, don't you? Sure. 
when you're basing your career off. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. yeah, yeah because it was never it never happened the other way. And I think Paul Simon gets up and no. says, "And we're no, saying no. let's do bridge over troubled waters if only yeah, I was healed because he's such an awesome guy." Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't happen at all. So what's wrong with art? It's just a personality clash. Useless. <laughs> yeah, just a personality clash. I think. I think, and I think there's right. there's obviously some resentment there from Paul Simon that he got. Yeah, that it that he's doing, you know, the majority of the work, obviously, and hmm. <laughs> his credit is both a of jewel. them, something, yeah. A and actually, or Jimmy Wolfenstein, it's mostly a personality clash. Yeah, yeah, but I also think Art uh, too got his nose out of joint when Paul suddenly decides to go off and do a solo album mm. because really yeah, sure. he can't do much. I mean, he's done he's done a few solo albums, right? Mm. But they've had, achieved none of the success that. No, the he's had some album. success, but yeah, not not to that scale. Bright eyes. That's yeah, right. Eyes, yeah. That's right. So like dead rabbit. A dead rabbit. I've already got tears in my eyes. Thanks, Simon. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, Simon Garfunkel, yeah. anyone, yeah. Yeah. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping So yes, Kev, I'm not a live music fan. In fact, I'm not sure I see the point, apart from being in the same airspace as the artists that you admire. So the only time I go to concerts is to be in that airspace with artists that, I, that are still alive that I want to see, that I admire. So Paul McCartney. Yeah, um, currently last year. Did, so, did you did you say what your first concert was? No. So my first concert okay. was the first time that any band was touring here that I particularly wanted to see was the Rolling Stones. So I went to the my first concert was the Rolling Stones Voodoo Lounge yeah. tour, uh, Sydney Football Stadium. Uh, no, Sydney Cricket Stadium. I think it was that. What year was that? That was nineteen ninety four. Yeah, ninety four. I think it was. And did you get that? And it was insane. Did, it was insane. Yeah. I mean, I, I was in, you know, I might as well have been sitting at home for, <laughs> you know, from where, I, from where, how far I was from. Yeah, the, yeah. But they had, yeah, massive blow up. Um, yeah, that's right. You know, things and the stage, yeah, stage stuff, and, and yeah, the guys were jumping around. They sounded great, actually. They sounded, they, you know, I was surprised at how good they sounded. But that's your first concert. Yeah. So what? <clears> what? You never sort of tried it out as a kid and going like, oh, we don't want yeah. To see, my parents weren't. We we just didn't do live. We never went to, you know, we didn't do plays mm. or musicals or concerts or that just wasn't something that they'd ever done. Yeah. So yeah. they never took us to those things. So we never. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of the same. I wouldn't. Yeah, it wasn't alive. Of it, do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Somebody at school was just like, oh, we've got tickets and we'd listen to the music and we're just like, yeah. All right, I guess it'll go. Because yeah, it was a yeah. group of us, you know, it was like yeah, sure. okay for us to go. I think where I grew up too, there wasn't access to, yeah. like if I'd grown up in a big city, mm-hmm. I would have had access to, yeah, see who I was touring through at the time. I grew up in a sort of, not rural, but I grew up in a smaller area where if you, you could go, you know, it was mm. two hours from Sydney. So, mm. yeah, you had to commit yeah. to go to something, mm. you know, it wasn't like, hey, let's, such and such is in town, we'll go. Catch the train. Yeah, we'll catch the train and whatever and, and do that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Rolling Stones. So, so that's everyone's first concert. What's your best did, concert? Did, did you go to a concert where you experience that rush when you see the artist on stage for the first time? That real, I'm, you know, oh my gosh, oh my God, 
Yeah. Yeah. Did you, right, you have one of those? Back one and step and talk about like because you talked about the first band you went to with your mates and so oh. I went to Elvis right. Mm. The Elvis, and then um, <laughs> and the Elvis. Then I went to see a, a sort of a more of an indie band, this band called The Wedding Present, and I was completely wrongly dressed for this thing. And that was <laughs> that was the best thing about it. it was in a place called um, the, the Barrowland in Glasgow, which is an old dance hall. And um, the band came on, and everyone starts bouncing and jumping around, kind of punky speed, you know, indie thrashy music, and um, it's fucking great, you know. Um, but my mum had made sure that it was wrapped up warm. <laughs> wrapped up warm. And I had a jumper on and I had a, a brown leather jacket. Thank you, 80s. Oh, nice. And I'm crushed in the mosh pit, mm. which I now know is called a mosh pit. Yeah. Added to this, because it's a, ball, a ballroom, there's springs Spring under there. Yeah. So once these 2,000 people start jumping along, <laughs> you're fucking moving the whole way through, up and down and up and down. I'm drenched in sweat by the end of it, like drenched. I have to come out and it just snowed. <laughs> um, I got the flu in the way home. So you just froze instantly. <laughs> yeah, it was just ridiculous. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so I, and it's, the other funny thing about that was that I decided I was going to be a journalist at that time. So I made a point of going round the back to see if I could see, you know, um, anyone. Is that not honestly? I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had my little pen and paper. I was like, can I see um, David Gedge, like the singer, or whatever? Can I have a word with him and do an interview? And I'm drenched. How old are you? Pretty young. You know, and I go around the corner, and, and he's yeah. there, and he—I <laughs> hadn't actually thought it through though. <laughs> I hadn't thought I was going to ask him. I asked him, "How good was the show? Did you enjoy it?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, it was really good." He goes, "Marks out of ten." I goes, "Oh no, like a seven. I was going, "Great." Thanks. Two <laughs> <laughs> oh, in-depth questions and you're out. That's awesome. And a few over, I was that was starstruck. I was just like, thanks very much. And I was like, well, that's good enough, you know. <laughs> so that's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, so we did print it because my mum worked for the paper. Oh, so, yeah. I wrote it up and she put it in there. What the hell? Oh, that's great. So, in-depth interview. Yeah, no, it didn't. It wasn't exactly almost famous. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't mm. the start of anything. In fact, it was the end of something. <laughs> but, um, you mean Rolling Stone didn't read your <laughs> Oh, two questions. That, this is the voice that people are missing. No, they certainly didn't know it. Mark out of ten. Oh, that's really cool. What a question. Oh, my God. And who knew later on you'd be, you know, given Ben Marks out of 20? That's it. That's where it all I've started. really stepped up. You have? By about five yeah. marks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was, that was the first sort of gig I ever went to that was like, and to, to your point, Ben, I mean, like, um, it wasn't so much about listening to music as it was having a physical, visceral experience, mm. you know, just mm. thrashing around. I was hooks, man. I just wanted more of that straight yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Al, what was your best concert? Um, I don't think there were anywhere I even particularly went, oh, you know, I'm so glad to see so-and-so. But there are a lot of great concerts, but probably some of my fondest ones were when I first started going to concerts with my friends uh, when we were either just underage or just 18. And they'd often be, you know, some football club on the other side of town or whatever. And they'd be local bands and it was all metal. Mm. Um, and it'd be a mix of covers and originals or whatever. But he ended up with like a, uh, like, you know, there'd be uh, all, all the cool guys, you know, sitting back watching the band, whatever. And then you'd get your shirt off. Uh, shirt off. Um, <laughs> in, in, looking intimidating. Um, <laughs> like a David Lynch movie. <laughs> <laughs> a blue light shining down on your nipples. 
but we'd end up like talking about a mosh pit. I mean, this was this was moshing in the way that guys in metal would mosh, which was you know elbows out, Angry. belting Nothing. each other, yeah, and yeah. belting each other. Yeah, um, the head shaking thing with the hair going round. Well, I only had a mullet at that stage. Impressive. Metal girl. Yeah, really, whip, whipping your own back. Yeah, whipping, <laughs> whipping, whipping the back of my neck. Um, no, no, it was probably a bit longer than that. But anyway, I mean, it would be me and you know four odd mates uh, running into each other with you know the older generation of. 19 or 20 year olds pushing us back towards each other if we yeah. wanted their way and we'd come home with massive eggs on yeah, our, on our yeah. arms or whatever from doing this and it was uh yeah i mean it was if it was before for 18 then it was you know underage drinking and violence and you know loud music so it was exciting great mm. yeah. yeah it was it was great so. so so does that mean you never you were never sat or you were never in the audience and had that rush of, oh my God, you know, they're on stage. Oh my God, that's such and such. I'm here. You know, Ben's whole, I'm breathing the same air as Paul McCartney. Um, there's been times where I've been amazed that someone is actually on stage as a concept, that I've been in the same room. It's not kind of like, oh my God, it's them. It's kind of like, wow, they exist as a real person. Yeah, and they're yeah. here. So like seeing Paul Simon come out with Sting, like two at once, is just like, whoa. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay, there's... They actually exist, yeah. and I've seen mm-hmm. them. So there's been other times like that where it's <clears> it's just starstruck from a distance. Yeah, even, even at that distance, you're or just or it, I don't know if it's so much starstruck as just what an odd concept. Uh, you know, it's just like I can't mm. believe that you know these people that have so, sold you know all these albums, mm. they're you know world famous, blah 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 blah, and they're actually. They're actually up there. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. It's, it just seems so, so you've never been starstruck. Um, closest may have been when I've talked to uh, the Umbilical Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the Umbilical. Oh my god! Yeah. Really? Or 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 tripod. Oh, um, I don't know whether to be like completely. Like, I don't know. I'm not even that surprised. I guess, but <laughs> I just just like, just for anyone listening overseas, that's like. <laughs> That's well, that's like, it's like a really bu- it's a budget version of Tenacious D or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, a comedy yeah. comedy no, comedy musical no, act. Yeah. Um, I mean I mean they're successful. The, 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 Chuckle, the Chuckle Brothers is who we have like well, they're, they're, okay. very similar. So these so guys, guys you know these guys are successful, but but they're in no way no no it's, it's deserving more, of the starstruckedness that you but, gave them. No, but the thing is, like in both cases, like the Millical Brothers, I've only met once, and Tripod I've talked to a few times. Uh, but it's because they hang around after the show. Like in comedy, it's a very big thing. Yeah. Uh, in particular, to hang around after a show and talk to fans and whatever and sign stuff. I'm a fan. Um, so yeah, go up and I think with the Umbilical Brothers, all the ones that really say was, you know, thank you, I really enjoyed your show. Um, and what do you give it out of ten? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't going in depth. <laughs> <laughs> it was a brief interview. Yeah, hey, he's, not a, he's, he's not a journal. He's not a journal. Yeah, he's not a journal. Hey, he's up. He's up. Didn't we, half a piece of paper. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was a fluff piece. We kept it casual, you know. So, so here's my um, question, right? Yeah. You're starstruck when you see two brothers. It's amazing when you see tripods. What happens when you see the Wiggles? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's mathematical, mate. I did see Play School up on stage, like people from Play School. Uh-huh. So that was that's the closest. I don't. I haven't seen the Wiggles. Were you meant to be there? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was quite funny because be. the uh, so some of them like they'd, they'd get <clears throat> rings in in costumes uh, from the local area, 
because they didn't want to ship everyone from Sydney or Melbourne yeah, or whatever. Yeah, okay. So they'd have, you know, like George and, you know, whoever, whatever, as visible faces, and then you'd have someone dressed up in a banana costume or whatever. Yeah. And it was great because the locals had... Oh, one of them taken that time. Well, one of them hadn't learned their lines. <laughs> so, and I think, I mean, I don't know whether it was a trigger inside the suit that they would push for the next line because it had to be in the right voices. So there was all this pre-recorded stuff. They'd push a button either in the suit or something off stage and, you know, do the action with it or whatever. And somebody messed it up and George started taking the piss out of them on stage. So that was, that was great because it went all over the kids' heads, but we are all... You're enjoying it to see you haven't gone deep. So no wiggles, no wiggles, no. but, you know, basically... I had, a, I had a ter- ter- terrible, like that. you know, that's a terrible street cred story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really got on. I was going to say I had the same experience when I saw Iggy Pop, but uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> or, or, I, when we did that show, we 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 did a chat uh, once about um, print men, and I completely forgot to mention Nick Cave. And mm-hmm. Nick Cave was like that for me when I just saw this guy walk on the stage and he's just, you know, the Prince of Darkness presence, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah. bloody hell! And he just like leans out over this. The audience and starts pointing at people, and mm. uh, it's just you're gonna die, Whoa. you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, so, so you were starstruck then? Oh, definitely, and, and not just me. Do you know what I mean? You can visibly see people around me just like <sighs> wilting, especially yeah. the women, yeah. you know. It was just like, yeah, they could have climbed on stage quite happily. It was great. On Jubilee Street, there was a Because again, I guess I, you know, you look at Bill May and all that sort of stuff, and you know, and you, and you hear stories about, and you sort of don't expect the same reaction. Uh, but I saw uh, Mick Jagger uh, at um, the Entertainment Center on, on his terrible uh, solo tour, um, and had that feeling. It was like, oh my God, you know, and had that really rushing. It didn't last, mm. you know. But I, I it was the first time and the only time I've experienced. Oh my God. Mm. That's Mick Jagger on stage, mm. and and I, and and the entertainment center you're close, you're not yeah. thousands of miles away, so I, I could see him, and and I was really breathing the same air. Mm. It's like wow, you know. Yeah, but I've got a few like that, you know, and I I, I like that feeling. It's mm. Just you get it, you know, when you see. I went and saw um, ACDC. That was a bit like that. Oh my god, that's actually there. Yeah. Um, they're not just abstract oh. things. Yeah. Guns and Roses was another one, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was like it was a weird one as well because we got free tickets. I wouldn't have been there otherwise, but I was still kind of like, oh my god, they are so famous, and there they are, <laughs> yeah, and Bundle, yeah. yeah. What are they doing there? That's yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, sometimes it is about the experience, isn't it? Like more than mm. the, like, and that's what I guess it is for me. I know there's certain bands that you would want to see live because they just give it everything and, and the performance aspect mm. of it is is you know more than 50% of their show you know like well, you know, so yeah. you're not necessarily going because they write beautiful intricate songs you're going because they bring an energy and a rawness and a mm. you know something that, that the power of that is the is their performance volume something but 
Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the other thing. Like a lot of the music I like is based around yeah. like a real um, um, dedication to volume and, um, <laughs> and noise. Yeah, a noise, and you just you have that in that in that arena, like mm-hmm. to, to hear it in a way that you can't hear it yeah. in the house. Um, I saw uh, I saw the Bee Gees at Stadium Australia before the Olympics in '99. Yeah. Uh, it was their only Australian. They were doing that one night mm. stand type concert series, and there was like eight, eighty-five thousand people at the mm. at the Olympic Stadium before, like as they were testing the venue before it opened and stuff like that, and they were incredible. Mm. Mm. But it was yeah, I couldn't see them. They were like yeah, yeah. pinpricks on the <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. horizon, but you you know you just it's just it's being amongst all the people and everyone mm. you know singing some of those songs all in unison and stuff like that. And just spicks and specs. That's it. Spin, yeah, they, were just, they were just spicks and specs. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But your Starstruck one? Oh, Paul McCartney, for sure. And you don't, like, you know, and, you know, obviously being a massive Beatles fan and a solo McCartney fan as well, I think you build it up. That's probably a big shock to our audience. Yeah, that's right. To hear that. Heads up, heads up. (laughs) Heads up to people out there. Um, But, yeah, you build these things up in your head, don't you, for years and years and years. Like, you've grown up with the music. You've you've Mm. idolised this Mm. person. Mm. And I remember having tickets. I think it was about 2002 or something he was going to tour. And he wasn't coming, again, living north of Sydney. He wasn't even playing Sydney. We, we had to get tickets to, like, the Melbourne. We were going to drive to Melbourne mm. from Newcastle to, like, go cool. see him. And, and we had the tickets and everything, and then he pulled out the concert. It was right around... Right, it was yeah. 2003. I think it was around the Bali bombings or yeah. whatever. Um, and it was from poor sales for whatever reason. Um, what? <laughs> so I didn't think he was ever going to tour yeah, yeah, Australia. Yeah. So I didn't think I'd ever get the chance unless I happened to be you know, overseas somewhere at the time and managed to you know, find somewhere I could go see him. So, but yeah, it's that thing. It, it does take your breath away when he when yeah. it comes out, and it's just it's about yeah. the history, you know. Cause, Absolutely. Because yeah. like, and right before it, of course, they you know they got screens and things, and they're playing like everything going through like from the Beatles through mm-hmm. the you know, and then it's like Wings, and then it's all the sort you know, and then all of a sudden, and then he comes out, and it's yeah. so of course you just you're already going, oh my god, you know. So, I've so got, yeah, of course I've got that's one it. for you, a bit like that. Yeah. And where it's um, where the band you don't think you're going to see. So mm. I was a massive Smith fan when I was a kid. Yeah. And um, we got tickets to see this show down in Tasmania, and it was a it was a festival show. And Johnny Marr from the Smiths is playing there of this new band. And I was like, oh, that'd be so cool to see Johnny Marr. Such a hero of his mind. Mm. Loved the Smiths growing up. Didn't think too much about it. Spent the whole time flying down. He's always won. We get to this field. Um, my auntie goes, you know, uh, oh, there's this guy that you really want to see. He's on right now. And I was like, she's like, you really want to see him, don't you? I was like, yeah, I really do. But, you know, we've got to do tents. She's like, give me a beer. I was like, you go and see him. We'll, we'll, we'll get you down there. Mm. Set me off into this beautiful Tasmanian field. I walked on after flying all day. And um, he plays a couple of songs in the band pretty cool. And he plays the first two chords of There's a Light that never goes mm, out. Yeah. But, and I just burst into tears. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, literally yeah. just... Yeah, it, I hadn't really thought thought it through. Yeah. And then so he just strummed through those first three chords, like yeah. tears just like in my face. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's that memory thing, that's that attachment yeah, to yeah. you know how much you've loved the music. In a different era, yeah, and just kind of never really. Mm. You know, yeah, chances yeah. past to sort of yeah. see it live, to hear it live, which yeah. is different from, you know, you're actually feeling gratitude. You can stand there and applaud that guy mm. at the end of that mm. that track. Yeah, and, yeah, oh, and that's what we talked yeah. about before. Music's the one thing that can do that, and, and doesn't matter how many times you've heard those songs, you know, all of a sudden you hear it 
live, you know, from from the person who wrote it, and with all and that history attached. Part of the world, and and yeah, 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 being, you know, really tired. <laughs> sure. So I went and saw uh, you two touring um, just after the Joshua Tree album here in Australia, and same thing. They came on and. First song with Streets Have No, uh, you know, I just love that song. Mm. And so I'm right in that moment, you know, sucked right in there. Mm. And because we had great tickets, so, you know, we were. It's got that build up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, and then, and then, and, um, and my damn girlfriend at the time, uh, you know. Coochie Michael. (laughs) That's another story, Kev. (laughs) But you're right, that is the girl. Uh, She's she's in my ear going. You okay? <laughs> Look what's that? You okay? You okay? Oh, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm in the moment. Let me just be <laughs> one. Injury. She's in. She's in my ear. You okay? <clears throat> Were you nude? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't Seriously, Brett? Are you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel for you. No, I, 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 I get that totally. Because that's it. Sometimes you're there, and it's like everyone can just, you know, and that's when, when you know, the uh, I went and saw a. A split ends concert, and the guys sitting behind me Legends. must have known none of the songs because you know they were every song they were playing was a mm. hit, mm. and the guys behind are going, "Ah, oh, for God's sake, play something we know." And it's like, <laughs> guys, oh, you know, that was they were yeah. Well, yeah, don't know what they were on, oh. but it's like, ah, oh, for God's sake, and and so they're ruining it for you know because mm. I was sitting a bunch of people who were big split ends fans. Yeah, like, oh, just shut up. That's that rough. Yeah, that's why I don't like concerts. Yeah. It's other people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just let you know, because for as good as the Paul McCartney concert was, yep. we had dickheads all around us doing mm. stupid things and standing up and taking photos. And, and, yeah, yeah. and for every brilliant yeah. nostalgia bind I've gone and see, call it that for lack of a better phrase, there's been the odd one where you go and you wish I hadn't. Mm. Not the people at the show, but the bands themselves. And you go, this is yeah. what I remember. Yeah. And you're just like, the only one I regret oh. is the second time I saw Dylan. First time was good. Second time he, yeah, for me. You'd heard it all before. <laughs> <laughs> too much air. Too much steam air. No, he, he, unfortunately, Dylan's one of these guys who just goes, I'm going to play this for my own entertainment and changes the song every single time he plays it. And, yeah. And, you know, and it just turns, it's just this muddle of just, yeah. know, like every song just blends into the next. It's like I'm just getting and through there's, And there's no banter? No, no, no. He doesn't and, talk and to the audience. Like, it's some yeah. local band or whatever. It's no, like, oh, yeah. just, he just gets through it. It's yeah. just like I've got whatever fifty songs I've got to get through in the next mm. three hours. So I'm just going <laughs> to get through them so like as quick as I can. And that's that's the lottery, mate. That's exactly right. Yeah. Going back to that Guns and Roses show, right? I could talk about gigs all night. I really could. But this was hilarious. I probably told you this anecdote, but basically they kept the crowd at Boonda waiting so long that by the time they took the stage, Welcome to the Jungle, some guy in the front row just pegged a bottle of water straight, <laughs> a middle wicket, that hit Axel right on the bridge of the nose. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. He went, Welcome to that, and this thing <laughs> bang, clunked him like that, and he, he stopped the song and he walked off. Right. Oh, oh, and, and he came back about 20 minutes later, and he said a bit of abuse, and then he just played the rest of the show in a sulk. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. Yes. And the only good parts of the show after that was when he left the stage and there was a bit of guitar carry on. <laughs> yeah. But I swear to God, and, and that's it, that's the gamble. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, you're dealing with pretty volatile setup, you know, oh. for it all to come together and work. So like, who's, yeah. who's still alive that you haven't seen that you would need to see? Oh, that's that's. I'd have to think about that. It's probably that's a, long that's a good question. question. But that's who? A good question. Like, 
because I am I am confronted with nostalgia love. Mm. Yeah. And, and there's not that many new so, artists yeah, I'm not, around. I'm not thinking, yeah, so not so much new artists. Like what who's someone like from who yeah, you, know, you grew up with or whatever and someone who you'd sort of really want to Well there's a there's a band coming out um, called Raid and I'll go and see them. Really looking forward to it and that's as far as I can think at the moment, you know, because um, I just kind of take them as they get announced rather than thinking yeah. about what you like. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Al Brittany's obviously yeah. on your list there, you know? Yeah, on several lists. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and that and that's you know obviously the saddest thing obviously is when someone you want to see is no longer around or else the band is no longer around. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm a massive uh, Black Crows fan, but they've just disintegrated, and um, you know a little bit like. Oasis, there's enough bad mm. blood that you sort of go, well, that's never going to happen. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Hell, hell will freeze over yeah. Eagle Soul before that sort of. That's right. And it's funny, yeah, well, mention the Eagles. For me, it'd be the Eagles. And, but of course, now with, um, you know, Glenn Fry yeah, gone, yeah. that's not going to happen. So, mm. um, and, but Oasis would be one for me. Like, that'd be yeah. a band I'd love to see if they could somehow manage to, you know, pull it together. Here's, here's a question for you guys. You're all pretty big. You. YouTube fans of a, of a different nature. I just saw on the on the way home tonight. There's a poster up telling me that they're um, touring the Joshua Tree. Now I won't go and oh. see that because I just won't shell out that amount of money. But I did get a moment when I went, "Wow!" Mm. And I don't know if you've seen this, but would, what would you think about that show? Yeah, yeah, and and it's really <clears> interesting <throat> that those those specific nostalgia tours are we're going to come on and we're going to play yeah, that this album, album, you know, yeah. cover, you know, cover to cover sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I, I must admit, I, I would uh, would think twice about it. But again, I know that, that how much it's going to cost. It would be visually yeah, spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My U2 story is I saw, so my second U2 concert was... 360 um, tour, wasn't it? No, no, no. Yeah, it was, it a, was um, uh, Zuropa, right? Yeah. And for a while there... You were with now. That's right. Yeah. So Coochie's Kuch, long gone. <laughs> um, it's a smoother night all around. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it ruined concerts for me for a while mm. because it was so visually stimulating. You know, yeah. they had all those screens. It was the first time all that screen on stage. They had the two cars smacking into one another, held, mm. you know, end to end. Um, and so visually it was just like, holy shit, you are bombarded by imagery. Yeah. And then um, not long after that, uh, uh, Peter Gabriel says, oh, I'm coming out to mm. Australia and I've got a show. And we all went, here we go again. And you get there and you go, no, it's not. You know, he's got a telephone box and he's got an interesting camera. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, and, but, but then to contrast that, then I went and saw James Taylor play, might have been the same entertainment center again. And, um, and he had a white backdrop and, and a very simple light show. But it was just about the music, so it was fine, you know. But any band that attempted for a while for me, any band that attempted to put on a show, mm. you know, with something visually spectacular, I was just no. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it all before, guys. You, you sort can't. of start to feel like you know you're missing something about. Yeah. I'm enjoying the music here. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, something yeah. Being you know you're compensating for you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think isn't that the thing with you two now? They've, they've been down their road so long can they ever just get out and do a I mean they'll do it in a bit of the show yeah. where they come on and they'll do the little acoustic set at the front and yeah. and maybe they'll shut down 
some of the mm. the visual stuff. But I think you get to a point with those artists where they're still big, aren't they? They've you're not trying. You're not trying to outdo your last no, 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 display. No, 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 you know, like no. you get to a point where you go, yeah, we'll put on a decent show, mm, but yeah. we're not going to go try. We're not going to, you know, we don't need you know hundred foot yeah. whatever blow up this or that or yeah, you know, whatever yeah fireworks. Let's do whatever's suitable for this piece. Yeah, that's it. But you just know that with that Joshua Tree thing, it's visually stunning. You know, there's just so much imagery in that stuff already. That yeah, but you, you mean that's 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 your take on it. When I saw that photo, I just thought, well, this is what they'll probably do be a much more, you know, rattling home style looking thing. That's mm. what I sort of thought of anyway. And and back then it wasn't that huge. No, like no, show. No, that no, was no, pre no. fly, pre lens, yeah, yeah, pre yeah. all that carry on. So so do you think they'll strip it back? I would have thought so, yeah. I think that would be the way to go with something like this. Definitely make a difference. I saw that the Cure were here just recently doing yeah. Disintegration, you know? Mm. They played at the Opera House, I think. And, you know, it seems to be like another way to just prolong that career and to kind of, you mm. know, to, to do a different tour without... I mean, why not? Why not play yeah. one of your most successful albums oh. when other things are flagging and that's what people want to hear <laughs> yeah, that's right. you know that's right. perfect yeah. sense well that's your Metallica stuff right when they then they you talked oh. about before when they poll the crowd and say what do you hear we don't want to hear new stuff we want to no, hear the old stuff play all the old stuff yeah, mm. yeah. I think with um, for me with uh, with concerts there's not many that I want to go see usually because the sound ends up being atrocious it's got to have a really good venue and a good mixer uh, to to keep the levels at a mm. at a comfortable volume and a clear volume. Yeah. Like, like the best that I saw recently were the parcels, um, and yeah, they just like their sound guys were just all over it. It was a beautiful, crisp sound. It wasn't. Mm loud enough to overwhelm the crowd, but it was loud enough to hear everything. Um, I mean, it's a lot, as, as it goes on, you know, you use fatigue mm. and it starts getting shitty anyway, but there was none of that immediate, you know, oh, second song in, uh, time for Can't hear anything, in, yeah. Type, yeah, type yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, like when I went to see Duran Duran a few years ago with my sister at Boondall, it got to the point where the last quote, quarter of the set or whatever, I had my fingers in my ears. Because mm. mm. it was just, and, and you know, I went there, that could be to show the rage. And I went because I like, you know, I like it, but it wasn't just to keep my sister company. It was just like, well, I like the band. Was mm. everyone doing this? No, you know, it's it's like, ah! <laughs> next week, I mean, that was part of it as well, but they just ended up with such an appalling sound with yeah. fingers and ears. So if I was going to go see something now, I think it would be um, either a very small venue where I can hear things clearly mm. and, you know, it doesn't get overwhelmed. Um, or uh, if it was, I'm just an old man. Um, <laughs> or if it was something very visually striking. So I'd be looking at... Like the wall that you saw a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, like that, yeah, was, yeah. that was perfect. It was just like, well, you're just not going to yeah. see this anywhere yeah. else. Yeah, exactly. Pirates um, of Penzance. Pirates of Penzance, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, any other Gilbert and Sullivan, really. Like, uh, I don't that's right. We can yeah. run through them all. That's yeah, right. that's right. Um, no, so I'd be looking at, you know, something like Pink or Katy Perry or... Yeah. So something these days who put sort of show and <laughs> sorry and they're easy on the eye so. <laughs> it's, inter it's interesting yeah, though because um, uh, some of the most I'll even take your own Phil you, thanks um, she probably won't accept the offer um, some of the most memorable 
uh, concerts I've been to from a musician point of view, though, has been those very intimate shows. I went and saw... Uh, really, is Rob again? No, Tommy Emmanuel and his brother Phil Emmanuel uh, play in the Melbourne Hotel his in brother West Phil. End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think, fortunately, Phil's <laughs> passed, away. passed away. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, and it was, it was there's about 20 of us in a room with these two guitar legends playing. And, and, you, and it's so intimate because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's not about volume, it's just yeah. about ability to entertain with two guys just playing yeah. guitars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just absolutely stunned uh, at the egos of these guys. They're playing away and they'll be playing away and Tommy would just lean over and tune Phil's <laughs> guitar for him and Phil would get shitty and, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but again, that, you know, that's, that's a different sort of experience for me where you just go, wow, you can't. You know, again, it comes down to sound because you really hear and mm. you can see everything that they're doing. It's really quite entertaining. Yeah. Uh, although I have to say, like a live album, if it's done, if it's been recorded well, and they record some of the audience, you know, participation mm. and stuff as well, mm. then the, the, some of those albums are the, my favourite as well. It's just like, well, yes, you know, the studio album is one thing, but this live album is a different beast altogether. You can still, it's you know, they manage to capture the excitement yeah. and the energy. That, you know, it's like, no, not everything is precise, although sometimes it could be if you're yeah. an awesome band, but mm. it's, it's like, no, you've just managed to capture something which you don't if, always if get If it to brings see. something to the recording. Yeah. You know, like if it actually enhances the song as opposed to, well, yeah. here's just a live version of yeah, it. That's right. It sounds yeah. exactly like the thing, but you can hear some clapping in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are, you know, there are certain live albums that, you're right, there's some just classic live albums that... Mm. that the artist brings certain mm. things to it and, and really does enhance the song. Well, some songs, songs, I think some live songs are better than the recorded ones. You know, mm. I would go, the, the live version is is by far my favourite because they've played it and they've, and they've, you know, they've, they've picked up on something that's that was, you know, like a nuance in the in the studio recording, but when they play it live, it's like, wow, no, it's amplified. Mm. <clears throat> like when Paul McCartney plays... Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'm amazed. <laughs> <laughs> the live version's actually better. That's happy birthday. Yeah. yeah, and we might leave it there. So uh, <laughs> thanks very much for listening, uh, and tune in again on the Lords of Loud. And don't forget to check out our website, lordsofloud.com. And also find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Laws of Loud. Thanks for listening.